Welcome back, everyone, to the BZ Powercast. I am your host, Black Six, and this is our 15th episode. Thank you all for downloading the show, and uh, hope you enjoy it. So this month, we're going to be talking to XCCJ and Emperor Wanua about BrickCon, which is going to be happening this coming weekend. Then we have another How To BZP with Van Matorn of Anger. Our next topic, I talked to McSmeeg and a Holly Husky about some recent developments in the Bonacle storyline in uh, yesterday's quest and some stereotypes that uh, kind of showed up in that. And we wrap things up with another music time with Smeeg. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, with me now is XCCJ and special guest Emperor Wanua to talk about the upcoming BrickCon event that's uh, going to be going on this coming weekend. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Yeah, good. All right, so uh, what's the deal with BrickCon? Jason, you have anything to say about that since you're a veteran? <laughs> All right, I've been to a couple of them. Um, it's it's a, another Lego convention being held in uh, Seattle, uh, Seattle, Washington, uh, right next to the Space Needle, really. And um, it's a lot like Brick Fair. It's just located on the other side of the country, so you get different people. Right. So uh, it's been going on for a number of years now. Do you know offhand? How many times have you been there, Jason? I've been there three times, but most of the times I've been a guest. So this is going to be your first time as a, a full participant? Or Second last time. Second, okay. So um, how was it last year? What were some cool things that uh, stood out that you remember from last year? Um, well, besides all the cool BZ Power members we met there, um, there, were also, there was also some cool space displays. And, of course, the uh, Bionicle table was pretty amazing. Yeah, I've heard that uh, it's usually a pretty good convention for space. A lot of those people t- like to uh, come. So um, so what's going to be, what's the deal with this weekend? What are the dates and times and other things that people should know? Well, it's, uh, it's going to start for the regular people about Friday. Um, and then sometime in Sunday, I don't remember the right time. Uh, it's full, full three days of fun and excitement and enjoyment and Lego fanaticism. And um, I think we have seventy-five-ish MOCs sign up just for the Bionicle table. So uh, it's really going to be a blast for everybody and uh, Bionicle people, BZ Power members, even better. All right. So you guys are doing the Bonacle coordinating, so how has that been going? You mentioned 75 mocks. I know you have some trophies plans. Uh, anything you want to talk about with those? Yeah, uh, we got this uh, cool guy I happen to know. I met him at Brick Fair, and he donated a couple of these prototype pieces to us to give away at the convention, and we kind of built little trophies around them. So Sounds pretty nice of that person. Yeah, he was a really awesome guy. <laughs> I don't know, there might be some strings attached. <laughs> None that I'm aware of. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So, uh, anything going on this year other than the trophies that uh, you want to plug a little? Um, we might do a BZ Power meet and greet. Uh, we've done that in past years where everybody kind of comes 
comes together at one point in time and get pictures taken and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How many uh, BC Powers do you know that are going? Is there going to be a decent turnout, you think? I think we... Uh, I really don't know the number. The last I remember was seeing a blog entry by a, a member plans on going, and I think it was like 10 people. I don't know. could be more... Definitely, hopefully not less. Um, but let's say maybe a dozen people. There might be people who little shy and don't want to say it just just yet mm-hmm. understandable yeah there, there's always some people who show up at these conventions who uh you know it's their first time and they don't know anyone other than talking to them online so gotta break out of that shell a little but uh to those people who are out there you know it's it's a fun time so definitely definitely talk to people you'll you won't regret it so um Renee, this is going to be, or how many conventions have you gone to in the past? I only went to Brick Fest 2009 um, last year. Yeah. Well, it seems like only a few days ago. <laughs> um, that was, I was just there as a guest for the Public Expo. Um, met Madison, also known as Nukai, over there. Uh, had a blast, and I just wanted to go to other conventions, and Brick Fair just kind of didn't fit into my plans after all um and then i realized hey i can go to brick con and uh i just transferred all the funds i had saved up for brick fair and said okay these are for brick con <laughs> and uh this will be my first full-fledged convention and just like nukaya this is my first as my first full convention i'm already a theme coordinator so it's really exciting and i look forward to enjoying the fellowship with the fellow Lego lovers and most of all Bionicle and BZ Power lovers as well. All right, yeah, it's, I'm sure you'll definitely enjoy it. I know uh, way back in 2006, when I went to my first convention, it was a little, you know, apprehensive because you haven't met most of these people, but uh, it's you'll have a good time, that's for sure. Any um, tips for people who members who might be attending as far as what they can expect? Um, you know how they should. Uh, Look at the con if they're going just for the public day to get the most out of it. See us. Definitely see us. Stop by, <laughs> Stop the, by the bonicle table. table. Yeah, right. we're, we're going to uh, try to meet everybody we can. All right, yeah. So when you go by the bonicle table, you see these two weird people standing behind it. That's uh, Jason and Renee, so make sure you stay, say hi. Hopefully more than <laughs> just two people. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, you know, because... You guys will be kind of chained behind there for the uh, public hours, so that's something for you to look forward to. Yeah. <laughs> Can ask all, all of our past Bionicle coordinators about how much fun that is. But uh, no, definitely a good time, so people should definitely stop by. Obviously, it's um, kind of too late for them to send in mocks, but they can still go and uh, see what we, what's there to uh, on display. And uh, there's always a, you know, lots of fun activities. I'm not too familiar with BrickCon as far as what they have planned, but I'm sure there will be things going on, whether you're a full yes, convention there, attendee or not. Yeah, there are um, a lot for the attendees. There are mm-hmm. a lot of building events. There's like blind build and build in a bag. And I'm going to try to get into a couple of these. Maybe I'll shift my responsibilities onto Rene here. <laughs> Um, and for there, for the public, um, I think there are a few uh, raffles. So when you come in, you're given a ticket, and they call out numbers and give out some sets to the public. So that's always uh, one thing. And there are some there's some kind of free builds where uh, you bring the kids in during the public hour. They get to uh, build stuff with some with some Legos they have uh, 
available. All right, sounds definitely like a, a fun time. No moon bounce, though, I'm guessing. No, no moon bounce. We don't have enough BZ Power members to uh, fit in there, so they, <laughs> they didn't bring one. Uh, oh, well. Brick Fair next year, maybe. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, and, and for the um, attendees who are bringing mocks, um, we're, do, we're kind of sh shift, um, shuffling up our uh, awards this year. I know in the past, um, Roa Mctoa, uh, Brianne, she's kind of done a basic um, large, medium, small. We're kind of having some different themes this year, but they're going to be a surprise. So. All right, something to look forward to. And, and of course, the uh, trophies are pretty cool since this one guy, like I said, gave us <laughs> some really cool pieces to give away. Yeah, these are some parts that you know you can't really get anywhere else other than uh, through BZ Power and events like this where we give them out. So hopefully uh, if you're bringing a mock or someone in, you'll, uh, it was good enough and maybe you'll get something out of it. All right. Um, any last comments? Come and have fun. Come on. We'd love to yes. meet you. I'd love to meet you. Either of you planning on uh, going to any other events next year? I plan on going to Brick Fest. Uh, since it's basically just a hop, skip, and a jump away from my house. Not really, it's a three-hour drive, but hey. Um, close enough. Close, yeah. yeah when, it's when closer some than people all the other will probably be flying across the country. I hope to make it to BrickFest next year. And yes. I will be, I hopefully will be making it to Brick uh, Fair next year as well. So. Nice. What about you, Jason? BrickFest or uh, Brick Fair next year? Not too sure about Brick Fair, but like I said, like um, I'm pretty close to Brick Fest. Uh, Thirty minutes away, actually. <laughs> I envy you. Um, yep. Well, there's still Portland traffic to deal with, but. <laughs> well, you experienced DC traffic, so I'm sure uh, Portland oh, yeah. can't be worse than that. <laughs> we'll give you a run for your money. Uh, I doubt that. So, how do you say uh, BrickCon would compare to Brick Fair now that you've been to both, Jason? Well, you know, if all those BC Power members who hang out at Brick Fair, if they would come to BrickCon, I think it would be even more amazing because, personally, I like the Seattle weather better than, uh, better than DC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hot this year. That's what happens when it's in the summer compared to, you know, October. But, um... Some freaky weather over there, too. <laughs> well, that's just because you're not used to it. You live on the East Coast long enough, and uh, it makes sense. True. Yeah, you, if you come over here, you'll probably be surprised when it's raining all the time. <laughs> I went to Portland last year, and it rained a little bit, but not too much. But I've heard all the stories from all you West Coasters. It's either you're making it up, or uh, you know, it rains all the time, and... Not something I really look forward to. I don't know how that's better weather. Well, it keeps everything nice and green. <laughs> Oregon green. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, guys, and I hope you have a great time this weekend. All right. And, every and everybody, come to BrickCon. We'll have trains. We'll have space. We'll have Bionicle. And we'll have explosions of oh. imagination. <laughs> and cookies as well. Oh, really? Well, maybe well, I should buy a last-minute ticket. <laughs> cookies are at one point. They might not last very long. Okay. Well, I got enough cookies over here, I guess. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming on, and I uh, hope to talk to you in the future. And like I said, have fun. Thanks for having us. All right. Thanks.
Okay, back again is uh, Van Moa, formerly Van Matern of Anger, and uh, we're going to talk about a recent addition to BZ Power's Rules and Guidelines. How's everything going over there? It's uh, going good. All right, so uh, we recently had a little update to uh, our rules. Um, what do you have to say about that? Uh, you know, it's actually you know fairly straightforward and simple. It's um, basically... Know, don't post things that don't contribute. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, the whole BZ Power has always been about not posting spam, you know, always making sure you are on topic and things of that nature. And uh, I guess we've had a rule similar to this in uh, New Member Q&A. Yeah, and with that we had uh, don't post if you don't know the answer or if you don't have anything else to add to the answer. Right, yeah. I mean, obviously, Q&A is all about asking questions and answering them. And uh, if you don't have an answer, it's kind of pointless for you to post. I mean, there are certain situations, maybe if you have your own question, that kind of goes off of that. But for the most part in Q&A, you should always be answering or clarifying an answer. And, yeah. uh, well, and uh, I was going to say, generally, if you have a question that goes off of another one, you may just want to make your own topic as well because it helps for when people are searching for right. answers to Very questions. True. Very true. So, you know, that's always been the rule in Q&A. And uh, kind of, you know, it's been implied as being part of the rest of the forums because it kind of rolls into the whole don't spam thing. Right. So, um, but apparently some people weren't getting the hint and we decided we should make it very explicit. So, you know, previously we had a rule that said don't post a topic with partial information. You know, make sure you always have the full thing. And so now kind of to springboard off that, we're saying uh, if you don't know the answer to a question or have nothing to add to a discussion, don't post. You know, it's pretty much the definition of spam is if you're not adding to what's going on. Right. And right. so basically it's just... You know, we don't want you going in and just posting, oh, cool, or, oh, well, I had the same problem. Yeah, or it's like sometimes people will just say, you know, the, someone will ask a question, you know, um, how did you get this set or where was this piece from? And someone will reply and say, I don't know. And that's not helping anything, guys. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's been kind of common sense, but sometimes common sense isn't as common as it needs to be. So we're just letting everyone know that this is something that they shouldn't do. And uh, hopefully that'll improve the quality of uh, the content you see on the site. Yep. All right, anything else, to, anything else to add? No, not that I had. All right, well, thanks for coming on. Yep, no problem. Back again are uh, two regular members on the BZ Powercast, McSmeeg and uh, Holly Husky. And we're here to talk about uh, some recent goings-on in the Bonacle universe that have uh, stirred up a bit of controversy. So how's it going, guys? It's going all right. Bye. So who wants to give a little background as far as what we're here to discuss today? Well, you're the host, Andrew. Why don't you summarize the issue at hand? I guess I could. So um, recently, the second chapter of Greg's serial Yesterday Quest came out. And um, I guess to put it succinctly, we've determined or we discovered why the uh, Toa of Psionics and I guess the Tohunga and Turaga, or Matoran, sorry, not Tohunga, are uh, female 
as opposed to male. And this caused, um, yeah, like I said, a bunch of controversy because there was some, just the way it was described wasn't necessarily what people would consider savory. <laughs> so right. what, what did you guys, what was your initial reaction, Smeeg? Well, well, you've left out what the actual explanation was, and I think that's worth mentioning, which is he was the first fellow made with psionics element and he was male and uh oh having such a powerful element in the hands of a male was just too dangerous because you know he was all war centric and violent and strong and and so they gave so they instead made everybody else female so that because you know those those female they're they're passive and they're weaker and you know they're not they're not going to be violent with a power like this was, I, was the I, have, <laughs> I have kind of a question about that and it could be a rhetorical question um so he was the only one who was Toa of this, and he was the only one, right? He was the first one. He was the first one. But then were they making ones that were male also after him? He, he was the first, my understanding is, he was the first psionic Toa, or Toa of psionics. Yeah. And right. um, so the, the exact quote is, but I was, let's say, a little too aggressive in using my powers. I had a temper then. A short fuse plus psionics leads to bad things, sometimes very bad things. So the, the implication is that, you know, he was very aggressive and uh, violent and angry. And as a result, all the future Toa of psionics were female. And as a result, all of the Matoran okay, yeah. and Turaga. So that's kind of... So the, the, quote to, about it. the quote to follow that up, and that this is kind of, this is, I think, the biggest, you know, that first quote and this one. So it says, after that, someone decided that maybe a gentler touch was needed for psionics. So all the subsequent psionics types were made female. So this is, you know, it's been um, very stereotypical because it's stereotyping all males as aggressive and having a short temper, a short but fuse, it's, and it's all females as being gentler. And, yeah. you know, whatever the, the implied stereotype is there. So, I mean, it's stereotyping both men and women and um, in ways that are not necessarily flattering or, yeah. you know, yeah. true. Well, definitely not true. Well, but so. definitely yeah, well, and true. like, yeah, like any, any proper feminist can tell you, stereotypes aren't just bad for <laughs> the group that they're lobbed at. They're bad for everybody. Stereotyping a right. woman one way also stereotypes a man. Right. And, uh, it's bad for everyone. Yeah, this isn't just about, and a lot of people who have been fussing about it are thinking it's focusing only on women, but actually it's not. Um, mm -hmm. It kind of lobbed at both genders. You know, exactly. I think personally you know? that it, it targets the men more. I mean, it makes saying it someone's worse gentle is, is fine. You know, yeah, although the implication as, as is also that. a stereotype blanket statement, it's never good. You know, stereotypes are never a good thing, especially in that kind of context. But well, I mean, plus it also implies that women can't fight and, and things like that. Short-tempered. Right. It's, it's bad for both. Yeah. And I, that's definitely where the problem comes in. I mean, it's not, yeah. you know, we're not just um, upset about this because of how it portrays women, but of how it portrays, you know, both, both genders. Yeah. And I think more so the, the trouble in the community is coming from the fact that uh, and this is, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that this was intentional on Greg's part, that he meant to to uh, be furthering these stereotypes. 
that doesn't change the fact that they are in there and that this is targeted at children who are still in this developing stage and should not be fed these stereotypes because if they're fed these during this developing stage, they're going to grow up thinking that. Right. And that's exacerbated by the fact that this isn't the first time that Bionicle has had some wonky gender issues. Um, yeah, this isn't yeah. the first time. Um, I think this might be the most extreme one. Yeah, no. this is this is the most obvious. But I mean, other ones are included. You know, we think of uh, most of the female characters that have been presented, very placid. Um, you know, very <laughs> they're that gentler touch there. And then almost almost invariably, every time there's a there's a strong willed female. Um, and some people have tried to point this out. Oh, there are strong willed female play uh, characters, so that means they're breaking stereotypes. They're villains, think, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Think about all the strong willed characters. Rudaka, Lariska, Kraka, mm-hmm. they're and they're all presented as bad. And what that ends up saying, um, inadvertently or not, what it ends up saying is that if a woman is independent and strong, that's a bad thing. She's bad. It's like if a woman can yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's it's yeah. not just bionicle though either, because I mean, it's funny surrounding this, but I've been looking into other things. Like all hi- history of media. Um, it's especially bad in the eighties, um, early nineties, pretty bad, uh, late nineties, everything was more gender neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And but but that's, we're really talking about, you know, of, the, the yeah. early eighties was 30 years ago. You would think oh, in the yeah. past 30 years, we could have moved on from that. Well, and I think in a lot exactly. of areas we have, Yeah. but Bionicle somehow in this it regard seems to have kind of gotten stuck. Yeah, exactly. And, and, um, and yeah, I mean, you know, they, like you were saying back, you know, they don't call it a stereotype for nothing. You know, it's, it's certainly something, it's not just in Bionicle, but you, like Andrew said, we should be moved beyond that. And shouldn't we be a step above that? You know, we shouldn't cater to those stereotypes. Right. Yeah. Right. And especially like you said, since you're targeting a younger generation, you know, exactly. and you're targeting kids. Yeah. It's definitely it's definitely important to educate people about stereotypes like these, and you know, so they understand them, right. and cannot perpetuate them. But when they're you know kind of put into a story like Bionicle with you know not a lot of context explaining them and why they're bad, it's yeah. not going to help anyone. Yeah. Right. So um, defending and- defending the fact that it's okay for kids. Um, it doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because if anything, that makes it even worse. And, um, right. Yeah. You know, right. If this were, you know, if this were in a story targeted at adults, that would change things a little bit, you know, um, because if you say, okay, well, this is silly, but, you know, we can deal, you know, we're adults, we know that's not true, but these are developing minds and what they learn and the things they grow up with is going to influence what they think as they exactly. become adults. Mm-hmm. Right. One of the theories going around, I guess, is, um, and I haven't seen Greg confirm or deny this, so, you know, this is all hearsay and rumor and oh, yeah. possibly not true, but one, one thing I've seen people saying is that, you know, Greg messed up and he initially made that first Toa male, Toa of Psionics, after he had previously said somewhere else that Psionics is a female element. So then once people corrected him after writing the first chapter of Yesterday Quest, he was like, oh no, I have to fix this somehow. And I guess this was what the end result right, of that was. That's that's yeah. kind of been the whole attitude in Bionicle, too. Um, I know I do that. Like, I'll say something and something I'm making up, 
and then later just decide right. something it's, it's hard to different. stay internally consistent when you have such is. a huge universe but so now yeah. what i'm i'm asking you guys is what would you have done had you made that mistake just as a hypothetical situation not that we're trying to judge greg but um oh yeah just yeah. you know kind of overall like it's it's definitely a hard position he was in yeah right right well assuming it's the case right but, yeah uh, again but um Right. You know, I've actually, I think I've mentioned this on the forum before. Um, I could be wrong, but I know I've talked to it about somebody. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> what I, what I, honestly, what I would have done, and what I think could have been really interesting, as a way to turn these stereotypes on their head, and and as we were talking earlier, educate children about how these stereotypes exist, but they're wrong, is mm-hmm. have it turn out that Orda, or however you pronounce his name, was actually a woman in disguise. This, you know, like like Viola from Twelfth Night. Um, yeah, that. Uh, I don't know if they'd it, ever do that. I don't. Well, no. I mean, and obviously they didn't. But think of how much more could have been said if that had been the case. You know, and and how these stereotypes could have been confronted and overcome, and you could have shown, hey, she's right, just as good of a fighter had, as everyone. Yeah, you could have had this situation where you know she's trying to, you know, she's being stereotyped into a certain, you know, pigeonholed into a certain role and she has to go through this to overcome those stereotypes right. and prove mm-hmm. that, you know, she is just as, you know, she's the same because that's, you know, that's how it is. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. And, um, and I think I that think, would, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I meant that, um, I think that it would have been better to, I felt like that it sh- should have more focused on maybe it was like, okay, if stereotypes aren't okay, and everybody's saying stereotypes aren't okay, um, then why don't we turn it towards like it's it's the great beans' fault? Like it was they made a mistake. Like why wasn't that mentioned? If they are, because I thought I saw didn't Greg say that that it could have been that they were making a mistake? I don't remember. But you mean in the story, or was this afterwards? I mean that the uh, well afterwards that the great beans could be wrong. You know, they could have been wrong. They could be, you know, doing this because they are biased or... Right, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, yeah. the, the best intentions were in Greg's mind at this point. And when he yeah. says that on the forums, that's great. And it's a great justification. And that's something that would add to the story and make it a lot better. But, yeah. I mean, but the it's... issue is that it was, wasn't in the story. And as yeah. Yeah, popular as BC Power is, there's only a small percentage of the Bonneville fan base who's going to be reading oh, his yeah. comments there as opposed yeah. to reading the story on bonnaclestory.com. Yeah. And especially if you're intending to incorporate that uh, if you're intending to incorporate that at all, you've got to make that explicit because right. like you said, I mean, how many people are going to come look at Peasy Power and see your little post nestled away somewhere? And, and how again, many people as on Peasy? Explicit yeah. goes, you know, again, this is targeting younger kids. You have to be, you know, fairly explicit for them to understand certain nuances, you know, they're not going to catch mm-hmm. the small little details. Yeah, yeah. Not all the time, no. Yeah, which isn't which isn't to say you know treat them, treat them like you know little children, treat them like they're don't dumb. treat them like they're stupid. Yeah, no. Um, but you know, but I mean, but, if you're trying to give them a message, you want to make that yeah. message clear and unambiguous, as opposed to very, what, what ended up it's happening. It's a very delicate process. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And don't you know try harder rather than aiming for the lowest common possible denominator. I mean, just try. Right, that was definitely something Bonacle had in the earlier years where it definitely seemed like it was aiming, it had that higher you know, bar that it was 
you know, aiming for a, an almost an older audience. Yeah. But as a result, you know, younger kids were interested because if the older kids like it, you know, they want to be in on this well, too. It's and that's exactly. another thing. Um, that actually I know, and like all my younger siblings and all these younger kids I've known and I've taught, they like stories that are catered to a demographic that is above their own. Right. Um, yeah. They're into that because they want to be grown up. They want to understand these things. And a lot of them, it's kind of surprising how they can understand these things. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it they can't. Some of it they can. That's what makes them more immature. Um, but they, I mean, it doesn't, in the end, I don't think it matters as much. They're just, they strive for that. And they understand it, you know. They mm-hmm. can understand enough of it. And some yeah. of it they don't really get. I mean, I remember not getting stuff and then seeing it years later. I'm like, oh, you know. But back then I still loved it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely you know, stuff you miss. I don't miss, think that's like... a factor. Yeah. Yeah. The kids don't need to be coddled. No. You know. And they don't so, need to no, be taught. They, they don't want to be coddled, so, you know. No, yeah. they, they don't. That's actually, I know a lot of kids who don't respect adults because they're coddled or they're talked down to. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. some kids, some kids, yes, but you can kind of see it. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's just a theory. Yeah, and I mean, you know, if you treat them as, you know, give them responsibilities and treat them as someone who's more mature, they're more likely to, you know, reflect that in their behavior. They're likely to rise to that. Right, exactly. Yeah, and think of of how good that would be if, like, you know, you're saying, hey, you know, this may be a kid's story, but we're tackling important issues like, like gender stereotypes and gender roles and our perceptions of them. And, you know... This is a kid's story, but the kids, you know, you guys are smart enough to handle this. And so we're going to talk about, you know, serious things like this. Yeah. You know? And you know what? The, the demographic age, they're like, yeah, what is it? Eight to 12 year olds? Yeah. They can. Well, they can totally handle this stuff. Think of how many eight to 12 year olds are discussing it right now on BZ Power. I you know? know, right? Yeah. And I mean, we're, we're trying to provide the best environment for it, but have, you know, incorporating it into these things they already enjoy is the best way for them to learn. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. Okay. Any other <laughs> comments? Um, oh, goodness. I guess a, cl- a good closing <laughs> comment um, I'd like to stress is, okay, this, this I'll, I'll be straight honest, this, this made me as angry as the next guy. You know, um, yeah, it, it seemed terribly and horribly stereotypic, and it is. Um, and that's damaging, and it made me upset. But at the same time, you didn't see me going and yelling on the forums, right? And I, and I don't want to prop myself up on a pedestal or anything, but what I'm trying to illustrate here is that no matter how high our emotions are running about this, and they should be running high because mm-hmm. it's kind of appalling, but um, let's not be yelling at each other and I, yeah. bickering and arguing. That's, let's that's definitely a good point. That's and, yes. and civil in discussing it. Is, it. Yeah, Even it's if kind yeah. of pointless. As as, yeah, upset exactly. as we may be with the the story context, I think the worst part is some of the reactions the members have been having on the forums. You know, on exactly. both sides of the issues, just being you know very angry and um, you know just not listening well, just, to yeah. other opinions and and they're know, even like people. they're attacking other people. Right, exactly. You know, yeah. and yeah. they, they don't see it as flaming. This is actually a. <laughs> This is a whole other topic. This is a big issue. <laughs> and a lot of other places that's just popped up in the past couple of years that people feel like they can say whatever they want to anybody. This is not true. This is never true. You know? Right, yeah. yeah. One, one of you know, the things I always preach to, to the staff, to you guys, is respect. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, 
you know, got to re- respect each other, res- you know, respect the staff, respect the site, et cetera. And that's the only even, way you're going to, you know, make, yeah. make head in the world. Yeah. Something even I like to say. you feel like they oh. can't be respected. Sorry. Right. Right. That, no, that's like exactly what I was going to say. I was going to say, oh, okay. even if the person you're talking to is saying the dumbest thing you have ever heard, <laughs> even if it is just the outright dumbest thing. You think it's just yeah. awful, stupid. Yeah. Even, stupid. even if it's the most offensive, dumbest thing you've ever heard, treat the person with respect. Because even if they're not treating you with respect, you should be treating them with it. And because uh, mm-hmm. that's the way to act. Be the better example. Right. Always be the better. Oh example. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because if if you don't treat them with respect, that's just going to perpetuate even more. You know. It just spirals just, yeah. into insanity. And then, and then you we know have you have to, to be locked in topics you. and yeah. <laughs> photo and bad people. And that's yeah, it makes more do. work and for then us. We can't talk about it anymore. <laughs> I know. Yeah. See. It. Yeah, if you guys say that we don't, you know, participate enough because we're just doing our work all the time, we'll just, you know, be nicer and break the rules less, and then we will be able to participate. Yeah, give us more. less work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you know, if if things like that were to happen less frequently, we'd be more likely to ease up on certain rules and things like that. Oh yeah. You know, because Every we wouldn't have to for... because people are respecting each other. But unfortunately, yeah. there's always going to be individuals who fail to do that. Which, you know, is, is why we're still yeah, in business as life. moderators. Yeah, trust us. We'd like nothing more than to relax our rules and, and have less work to do. We would so, love that. Oh, man. <laughs> I know, right? I feel so guilty when I don't do anything on But it's, yeah. You might not want to admit that in front of the admin. <laughs> yeah, I know you know what? He, he, you know, I'm not the worst. This is true. <laughs> Drop. <laughs> Love you, you all. <laughs> oh. know, at least he logs in every now and then. It's always <laughs> like Peter, you know. <laughs> Alright, so what did we learn today in this discussion? Well, Dad, we learned that stereotypes are bad. <laughs> yes. And, and that we should be more respect. responsible. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we addressed this issue because it's definitely something I think that's you know going to keep coming up in some shape or form as yes. long as this uh, this story serial is going on at least. Um, unless, hey, Greg, you know you can you can address this. It's not too late. You can turn things around. This is true as well. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, you know he <laughs> has been reading what people are saying and maybe even what we're saying. I'm totally sure yes. he's listening to this. Totally. <laughs> right now, while we're recording it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We appreciate you. I hope you like the music at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, you need to finish recording. Anyway, I need to finish that. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? We just do this all in one straight shot. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. It's just oh, nonstop recording. Well, and then, then you, what you, I you said do a live is correct. performance at the we end. We need to finish it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you let's, will. Let's... You haven't done anything yet, but you've just rehearsed, okay. right? Well, let me, let me go get my guitar. Let me go get my... <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, in fact, you know, you know like all the different instruments I play? Guitar, the bass, everything? I do it all at once. Yeah, he's pretty crazy <laughs> like that. I've seen I know, him do it. It's wild. <laughs> There's like all these pulleys and stuff going on. All right. Anyway, yeah. I don't even want before to this that. gets too long, we should probably wrap things up. Okay. All right, so thanks for coming on, guys, and thanks for talking about this. No problem. And, yeah, I'm glad you could come on to address this. So I will definitely be talking to you in future episodes. Woo! Yay! (laughs) 
So that just about wraps it up for this month's BZ Paracast. Hope you enjoyed the show. As always, be sure to uh, leave us feedback in the talkback thread or on iTunes. So, uh, you know, you know what we can do to improve things. So our last thing, we have our newest music, Thomas Smeeg, which once again features Holly Husky on vocals in uh, their new mini band that they've formed. So I introduce you guys to the taped headphones. All right. See you all next month. This was a triumph I'm making a note here Huge success It's hard to overstate my satisfaction Aperture science We do what we must because we can For the good of all of us Except the ones who are dead But there's no sense crying over every mistake You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done and you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive I'm not even angry I'm being so sincere right now Even though you broke my heart and killed me And tore me to pieces And threw every piece into a fire As they burned it hurt because I was so happy for you Now these points are dead to make a beautiful line And we're out of here
Rock and roll. Are we done? Shut up, people. Yeah. Let me go get my guitar. No, sit down. <laughs> Shut up. I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> Are we ready to do this? Hi, Andrew. <laughs>